0: Hey, everybody. I'm so excited today. We have Cindy Jacobs on again for our second show with her. And I'm so amazed by her stories. Every time I talk to her, I feel like I grow as a person because she's been a catalyst for prophetic ministry for so long. There's not many women prophets specifically who've done what she's done. There's not many prophets period who've done what she's done, but women prophets who have brought together prophets from around the world to explore the subjects of the prophetic, what God's doing in nations, what he's doing over geography, what he's doing in industries. And she hosts uh, every year, some uh, summit about this in November. She'll talk about that at the end of the podcast. But I love hearing her perspective because I feel nurtured by her every time. And there's a lot of people who tell their stories, but their stories are just like, wow, God can do that versus Oh my gosh, I want to do that in God. And she's—I call her a mother because mothers make you feel nurtured to feel like you can become a part of the story, versus somebody who's just telling a great story and it's like us and them, like they're way out there and I'm just little old me. I'll never do that. But one of the things she told me in a previous episode that we did in uh, exploring the prophetic is that you know the biblical stories of the Old Testament prophets, we shouldn't have got a downgrade in the New Testament. But we should get an upgrade in the New Testament. And I believe that that there's a generation that's crying out for spiritual resolution. And I'm one of the ones who wants to bring spiritual resolution to huge issues. And not just to see natural resolution that only brings a small percentage of help, but to actually see God do things that disciples nations and changes culture and changes industries. So listen to me with a mother in the spirit who's going to give you courage to do some things you've never thought of before. Hey, I'm on today on a second show with the amazing Cindy Jacobs, who's I feel like is the spiritual mother of us all in this generation. There's no (laughs) one like Cindy. And I'll tell this story real fast to you as we get on, (laughs) as I'm welcoming you. Uh, She prophesied to me. I got off of a stage at a Zuzan Now revival meeting uh, here in Los Angeles, California. And I was getting off, and you start to prophesy about a building that uh, God wanted me to go after. And you literally described the house property that we also do our ministry out of in Los Angeles to detail even the listing name. I know I told you this, but this is that's radical like in, tell
1: them the details it was so fun.
0: It was wild. you said there's there's a sound stage, which is super unique, which is where I'm at right now recording. There's a house. <laughs> there's a two bedroom, there's another bungalow or maybe there's two bungalows and there's, it's almost like two separate properties. And I even see there could be parking and it's off of a major street in, in Los Angeles, which I'm not going to tell the street name just because (laughs) visit me. (laughs) Then you said in Hollywood history has been made there and Hollywood history will be made there again. And the listing was literally listed as Hollywood history was made here. That's how the listing was online. Uh, 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 And it's uh, Marilyn Monroe lived here for a while. Um, uh, so many famous people in the past have done like little videos here. A lot of music videos. Uh, Michael Keaton's Batman had some scenes filmed here. So it's been a, a spot. Like people know our spot. A lot of location scouts know our spot and are contacting us saying, can we use your location as an open again as a venue, which it's not. But, uh, it was so cool because I, in September of last year, or it was actually July of last year. Sorry. I was walking down the street and I felt like God said, you haven't partnered your faith to me for the word that you got through Cindy and others about the house property. And I have it for you and it's going to be gone by Monday. So this is on a Thursday. And so I call up my wife and I tell her, Hey, listen, I'm so sorry for not partnering over the word God has for us. I feel like God said it's for now. I know we don't have the money, but there's something, some miracles is going to happen. And so I, I play your word for her and she goes, I know exactly where that house is. I know the listing. Oh, so needless to wow. say, a year later, we're in the house. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for You're being welcome. an amazing voice and vessel to us. But we're not here to talk about me anymore. We're here to talk about you and some of the things God's doing in the nations through you. And especially one of the one of the things I want our listeners to hear as we're exploring the prophetic together is the fact that God raises people up to speak to even governmental leaders and presidents, kings, queens, not just in the church, but outside the church, there's, there's people who are needing to hear from God and he wants to bring supernatural resolution. You've seen this happen regularly through your ministry because you are a prophet of the nation. So tell me a story about, and uh, we were talking even before we started recording about just where God spoke to somebody, uh, maybe even outside their context of what they were ready Mm -hmm. for. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's a good question, you know, because Prophesying to a believer is one thing, but a non-believer, especially when they're very high up in rank and about their nation, you know, whatever, you have to first gain access to their heart. So I'll start with a personal word usually. And uh, so, you know, I was sitting with this president who had just been put into office and actually a television network contacted him about, you know, me going in to see him because they know I like to do that. And so, anyway, I found out they said he's a Nobel Peace Prize winner. He's an oh, wow. atheist. He's a philosopher. German speaks German. Speaks all these languages. He's not going to be interested in anything about Christianity. So this was, you know, the leader. <laughs> Great. So Lita. this is one time I was like really feeling the pressure. So I'm walking up and down on my, you know, hotel room, speaking in tongues and asking God to show me something. And I didn't know what to do. But on the way there, the Lord said to me, his mother prayed for him when he was in the womb. And uh, God showed her he would be president.
0: Oh, my no, god. No
1: indication of this, right? Nada. They said he'll be very argumentative. You know, they prepared me for the worst. So I go, and it's just my friend and I and him. And uh, so we greeted, and I said, well, uh, would you like to know what I'm hearing from God? He goes, Yes. And I said, uh, your mother prayed. I gave him the word. So he's looking at me, and he sits back in his chair. No expression change at first. And then he sits forward. And he says, you're exactly right.
0: Oh, wow.
1: My mother did pray for me in the womb. And she told me, God told her, that I would be president.
0: I have full water shows. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: I said, well, Mr. President, you know, your mother's in heaven. And she's oh. part of the, what the Bible calls the great cloud of witnesses. And I know that still is true. You did not put yourself here. God put, your, put you here. He ended up getting saved shortly after that. I gave him book, Reformation Manifesto. He got saved, and he dedicated the nation to the Lord Jesus. Oh,
0: my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so, you
1: know, I always say prophesy to the wilderness in somebody's soul. You know, that thing that nobody knows about, probably, I mean, you know, but that's what they had to hear.
0: Well, and I think it's so profound because you have these people who are just people who mm-hmm. are, when, when God shows up and can actually, he's the caregiver of our hearts, he knows us, he's our counselor, he's our friend. And when he shows up through the prophetic and actually speaks into the core, especially uh, mother's prayer. You know, like every you can't mm-hmm. deny what your, your mama. You know? Right. <laughs> I Everybody mean, loves your right. mama. Meant, I mean, what a I way knew. to get this <laughs> on Yeah, God knows. No one denies yeah. their mama.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. It wow. was like bingo. You know what I mean? That was the thing that proved to him the wow. Lord had sent me and that he needed to answer those prayers. It was the key to his salvation.
0: Now, have you seen God move this way in Western world countries as well? I don't know if that's a Western world country or not, but, in Western world countries, like in, in Congress or parliament or with presidents. Is
1: it yes. the same? Yes.
0: Do you yes. have any stories I mean, about anything you could tell? I know so much of it's top secret. You can't tell us. Yeah, of it, it is.
1: That's, a, that's why I'm masking <laughs> these things a little bit. That other would be considered. Well, you know, it's a, I, I'll say that was a, a Latino nation, okay. but um, yeah, but even places where, you know, I remember many years ago, I, sh- I should have written this down. You know, I didn't even think about this in, the, you know, all these different times to, to log it. But, you know, I was in Australia many years ago. And uh, the Lord showed me while I was watching television just one day, I mean, nothing on the television, you know, was an indicator, but the Lord showed me there were homegrown terrorists uh, in the country. Wow. And that they were going to try to do great destruction. And uh, so anyway, there were more details to it than that. But I asked to see the consul general. The consul general of Australia is the Queen's representative and actually is over the prime minister of the country. So this is the top of the top in the nation. And they work together, you know, of course. And uh, but so I asked to see the consul general. And, you know, the thing is, when God gives you faith for a thing, he makes a way for it. And, you know, I know you've seen that. And so I went in and and I shared it. This was before homegrown terrorism was really, I mean, people that really wasn't known as far as the Islamic side at that time very much, you know. But they went after someone, they actually caught someone, and he was planning, you know, to do destruction. Yeah. So I think, I think that it's, God doesn't want things to blow up. God doesn't want people to hurt. Satan kills, steals, and destroys, you know. So we need to be sensitive when God wants to use us.
0: I agree. And I think, like, you're giving courage and faith. Because even me personally, like, I'm hearing you. The thing that struck me about our last conversation we had before was you've actually asked for the audience after you got the word. And I feel like maybe I came out of a false humility camp or someplace that was like, Um, You know, you let people pull on you. You don't pull on them. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it gave me so much courage because there's things, even here in Hollywood, because we do a lot of stuff behind the scenes, I'll meet with people Mm -hmm. all the time. I see celebrities all the time and directors. Mm -hmm. And I will ask like, Lord, um, if you have something for them, you know, tell me. But I won't, Mm -hmm. I I don't think I've operated in a place of faith to say, I'm going to put for your sake, God, a demand on heaven to say like, they need, obviously need to hear your voice right now. They need to hear from (laughs) you. I'm here. They're here. Let's not waste any time. And mm-hmm. not to have a That's performance right. on it, but to actually like say they need to profit. These guys go to psychics literally in Hollywood mm-hmm. every week. I mean, there's right. so many stars who go to psychics or go to some sort of spiritual, you know, right. Rocky shamans or Reiki shamans or whoever yeah. Yeah, every week. And, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you gave me so much courage. And I think to for those of us who are exploring the prophetic, it's like hearing a spiritual mother say, you know, I'm getting a word and I'm actually asking for the audience because we can avert a terrorist attack. like. Talking about that on that level is like, you know, first of all, God loves the nation that much that he would speak to you. Second of all, you were bold enough to say, I'm not going to sit on this. We're going to actually do something about it. Third of all, you asked for the audience and they were bold enough to listen. This Mm -hmm. What a beautiful story.
1: Well, you know, the reason people don't seek out prophets is we haven't let it be. No, we're here. And of course, you know, there's a lot of, uh uh, liberal media and things, they just hate this. Oh, my goodness, I get so much hate stuff written. I just say it's a badge of honor. But, you know, uh, the enemy does not want, you know, the enemy of our nations does not want to see a nation transform. So the yeah. thing is, the higher level person you get in an industry, as we know, Seven Mountain or whatever, well, the more it can be in change. So they're the influencers every single person is vitally important to God, you know, and I, I consider everyone. I don't, you know, I'm not saying I don't, I don't move in that area to prophesy. To them. of course I do. I mean, I'll stop on the street to do that. I just did that a couple days ago, you know, but, but the point is, um, uh, Jesus, you know, very intentionally in the gospels, like when he went to Zacchaeus, he knew who Zacchaeus was. He called his name. I believe he knew he was the chief of the tax collectors in Jericho. Don't you think that impacted all of Jericho or, or, or the centurion, you know, he actually went to every sector of society. I mean, he hit the business sector first with the fishermen. Probably they were pretty wealthy. They had workers working for them. You know, he just went one after the other and, and just got the influencers and spoke to them. And, you know, um, Even you think about the woman who touched the hem of the garment, said she'd been to many doctors, you know, spent her money. Well, she had to have been a woman of means or she could have gone to those many doctors.
0: Oh, yeah. She was a wealthy woman for sure.
1: Yeah. They just died. They didn't go to all these doctors. You know, so I think we have to be strategic rather than tactical.
0: I want to go backwards a little bit to say, because there's, you've actually had secular News Media who's taking you real, I don't even know how to say it. They've <laughs> just been mean. They've been mean towards mm-hmm. you at times. It was mm-hmm. interesting because several years ago, I had a friend of mine uh, who works with Oprah who asked if I would meet with uh, a friend of hers who's a journalist. And so I went out with her. She's a very famous journalist we would all know, but I'm not going to say her name just for the sake of protecting her. And we were talking for a minute. Mm-hmm. She goes, you know, I my only context for you is there's this woman, Cindy Jacobs, do you know her? And I said, I do. She said, I, I actually ran into her because one of the uh, uh, shows that I was working on, they were, they were, did an expose or something on you. They did something where you were trying to bring a Christian agenda to an issue and you were, you know, whatever. And she said, yeah. it was really interesting because I actually ended up going to her website and listening to a bunch of her messages and ordering a bunch of stuff. And it was so interesting to me, to me because it, Changed my perspective on a lot of things. She goes, I don't believe in evangelicalism because I don't, but I do believe in Jesus. And the way Mm -hmm. she represented Jesus was really strong. She goes, I believe in the homosexual agenda. I believe in, you know, abortion, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But she didn't say it that way, but that's what she was saying. But she goes, there's something Mm -hmm. about the way she represented Jesus. So I was able to like pray with her to bring her to Jesus in the conversation. So this is someone who heard of you. I just, I've never told you the story. It's somebody who heard of you from a secular, terrible, they ripped on you bad, and she got intrigued by it because she's like, "Is there real prophets? Is is there really somebody who? Would, why would this woman prophesy? Who is this woman?" And she ends up getting saved, and she hasn't she hasn't gone hugely far in her salvation journey, but she definitely loves Jesus. And I just think, like, you you don't even know. Like, I know that you say it's a badge of honor. And the reason why it's a badge of honor is because any time that people hear about you is a way that God could promote you because he can turn that that negative around in a second. And I think so much, we see that in paparazzi. Like, they'll, they'll you know, say something negative, they'll capture one negative moment of somebody, and actually then all of society forgives that person and becomes their best friend because, mm-hmm. you know, that's the human nature is to want to be on our, each other's team, you know? And so I think of, like, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting for people who are listening because they might get railed on by secular media or the cult watcher groups. I mean, I I can't tell you how many negative websites are about you and I, you know, (laughs) there's quite a few. There's quite a few people who spend a lot of time for no reason. But that's part of actually what that spreads the truth of who we are as well even though it's not the right truth. It's like people get intrigued by it. Listen to us. And I've had so many people who are like, I went on to patheos.com, which is a great site in so many ways, but they've done a lot of exposes on me recently. And one of the guys said, I did, you know, I, I was looking at this and I, I was looking for your prophecies and to see if you research your words of knowledge on Facebook. And I realized that they missed all the most important details. You couldn't find them anywhere. And I actually watched all your videos and now I'm a believer and I have a church of 5,000 and I'm really hungry. It was so funny. And I'm like laughing going, you were trying to expose me and you became a believer. That's amazing, but it's it's good to just add this part that what comes part of the price of being prophetic and going after this is that there's there's going to be a lot of, you know, negative persona that comes along with it as well, but it doesn't hinder you from talking to presidents. It doesn't hinder you in your calling at all.
1: Yeah, the gift makes room. And you know, uh, and yeah, I mean, I've had stuff, you know, of course, where they, they cut out so much of it that they make you look like a beast, you know. Oh, yeah. But uh, but but my son Daniel, you know, a couple of months ago was sharing a testimony. He said, I was reading all these page after page that they said negative about my mom. And I go, why am I doing this? Do you know, I just want to go deal with them. You
0: know? Oh, totally. That is the hard <laughs> you know, part but, of family. Family's like, I want to beat them up now.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. I want to beat them up now. And, you know, but I, I think the thing is, it's like, just be consistent. Don't, you know, don't focus on all of that, you know, you know, focus on the fruit, you know, because there's some, all of us want to be liked. you know, nobody's yeah. wants something to write stuff about you or things like that. But if you're a true prophet and not profit less, you know, you're always going to get that. I mean, you're, you're, that's just part of it. You know, you, if. You know, rejection is the daily bread that Satan wants to feed you. Wow. But acceptance is the daily bread that our Father gives us. Oh, it's so good. So eat more of the Father's bread than what Satan wants to feed you.
0: That is so good. Well, hey, we are coming to the end of our interview, but I'm excited about one of the things you're doing uh, coming up. You're bringing prophets from how many nations together? Fifty-six nations. Fifty-six nations. This is the first time in history that there's been representative prophets from this many nations coming together to bring a world prophetic perspective. How can people get a hold of this or hear this or come to the event?
1: Oh, thank you, Sean. They can go on our website, generals.org, and register. It's a global prophetic summit. You'll see it has a burning bush with the nations and you know on it. And come be changed. I mean, get a personal word of the Lord, get dream interpretation. We're going to talk about everything from the seer gift to, you know, uh, just how the movements got started, impartation, massive worship. It's stunning worship leaders. And so just come, it's November 16th through 18th in, in the Dallas area. Thank you so much. It's going to be, it's this year, fabulous, fabulous. I'm so excited.
0: I, I'm trying to get out of my current commitment just so I can go because I'm so oh, excited about it. <laughs>
1: please come. Yes, I know. I'm like, I'm Lord, not please not let pray. them give me
0: grace. <laughs> I'm not
1: trying to pray negatively. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, you know, never. but yeah, we have, I mean, you know, Rick Joyner, uh, Chuck Pierce, James Gall, you know Bishop Hammond, Matt Sorger, uh Stacy Campbell, you name it. I mean, oh yeah, tons of speakers. You know they're gonna. So they were having impartation and the power of God. So it's gonna be something. Yeah. So this well, is I one pray of grace the grace for you too.
0: <laughs> well, I know exactly. One of the the fun things about Cindy is that she has. Uh, materials that will mentor you. And she has books, she has materials on her website. So I'm going to encourage if you're growing in this, especially if you want to understand just government protocol, prophesying to nations, prophesying to leaders, understand how to move in the spirit, the realm of just, I I would say protocol in the spirit period, like intercession. She has, I mean, she's an encyclopedia online. So please go to her website and visit. And thank you so much for being on the show today. We're so excited to hear just from you. And just as a mother in the spirit, and I know this is going to help so many people.
1: Thank you. Love you all.
0: Love you too. Thank you for joining us today on Exploring the Prophetic. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and I want to encourage you to continue the conversation with us. Go to our website, www.bowlesministries.com. Also, let's continue the conversation together on our Facebook page. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it. Join me next time where we explore the prophetic together.